Hello and welcome to According to John. Today, today's topic is hell real. Not a fun topic, but uh, very important. Eternity's at stake. Uh, yeah, and here's the crazy thing. It's not our eternity that's at stake. It's everybody's. It's everyone's. And we're already solidified in Christ. We're already solidified in the Bible. So really the question is, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it is your eternity that is at stake. Yeah. It's appointed unto man wants to die. And then after that. The judgment. The judgment. <laughs> hey, I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And if you've not been on his podcast, you need to get on there. It is Pastor Duke on any platform that you go on. You just put in Pastor Duke. It'll come right up. He's number one. Click on it, and I think you will be blessed, and you will learn and grow. Make sure that you go there, check out his podcast, and share it with everyone you know. It's got some good, valuable information well, on it. Thank you so much. Off to a great start. This is my mentor here. He's the guy that got me started. How cool! Hey, listen, I get credit for all of that. I could be, I could be in <laughs> retirement now. Now I'm busy 20, 30 hours a week podcasting, John. I got to study, write out my text, but I love it. I appreciate he uh, edits me. <laughs> I give him some really bad stuff to work with, but. Uh, well, we'll just say this. Decent. We'll just say this. You challenge me. Yes, you need a challenge, John. <laughs> Speaking of challenge today, this is. Uh, a very important topic, and you know yeah. what? Not a lot of people are addressing it. Jesus addressed it. Well, Jesus addressed um, Jesus addressed this very clearly. He did. And here's the question. Well, first off, if you here's a question: Can you believe in Jesus but not believe in hell? I think you're going to be taking us down the road. Lots of people believe in heaven. Almost everybody believes in heaven, especially at a funeral. Oh, they're in a better place. Oh, uh, yeah. But those same people say heaven believe just, in heaven. Heaven just got another angel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the same people who believe in heaven almost are offended a lot of times when you ask them about hell. Of course yeah. not. Of course yeah, not. Yeah. Hell's here on earth. Yeah. And I'm like, heard that a thousand times, man, if you can laugh, smile, joke, enjoy something, then this is not hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're comfortable. It's not, hell. it's not hell. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. If, you're, if you're comfortable or celebrating in any way, guess what? This is not hell. You know what somebody thinks in their mind, what they feel in their heart or what they believe has absolutely nothing to do with this. Right. What has to do with this is what did God say? Right. I was on every topic, every topic, the same. Yeah, and man, we're going to have to work through this, and, and we will work through this. It'll be good. But let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get started. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, Father. Thank you for this time, this day. Father, thank you for the topic, and more than anything, thank you for the answers on the topic. Father, Amen. they come from you. Help us to learn, to process, to research, and grow from your word. And Father, use this podcast to make it happen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. Is hell real? Uh, you said it earlier. Majority of people believe in heaven, but they don't believe in hell. And what I, one of the interesting comments that I hear all the time is, if, if I'm telling them that, look, God's going to send those who don't believe in Jesus Christ to hell. Oh, I, my God, my God would never send anyone to hell. And I'll never believe in your God. 
well, my God is going to put your God in hell too. I mean, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You can't go against the scriptures. It's a total package. And if your God says there's no hell, then your God is a false God and will go to hell. People are setting themselves up as God's judge, you know? Yeah. Instead of just, it's, it just go to his word and let him talk to you, listen, believe, and you'll be all squared away. Yeah. Hell is just as real as heaven. The Bible clearly and explicitly teaches that hell is a real place and that the wicked and the unbelieving are going to be sent there when they die. No, one of the prophecies of the last days of the church age, just prior to Jesus returning, is they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned right. onto fables. They don't want to hear this kind of teaching. This is probably the the, the biggest offense. Yes, yeah. probably this is top three offenses: uh, biblical morality versus you know sodomy, and probably abortion. Those probably be the top issues of our day. Right. Yeah, and don't speak against any of them. <laughs> Yeah, just isn't it crazy? Shut up and let people do what they want to do. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says in Romans 3 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So let's just establish something right up front. <clears throat> There's not a human being that has ever been born or will ever be born that is not, that does not fall short of the glory of God and that is not a sinner. Yeah. For all of sin, all short of the glory and of God. You know what all means? Uh, everybody <laughs> all means all. And that's all, all means, right? I mean, all is everything, all encompassing every human being. It's amazing. People will say, well, God so loved the world. That's all. That's all. And they'll get and claim that he, he, he gave his only begotten son, but then they'll reject this all. Yeah. It's just one book. Well, but here's why they reject it because it's not palatable. They don't like it. Yeah. You know, but I well, didn't like it. Well, here's what we have to understand. The word of God is not a buffet. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You you know, people go to the buffet. We yeah. Just at the buffet, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> and I let you in it. The brisket was cut wrong. Yeah, and that makes it tough. Yeah, but it tasted good, so we, we still won. There you go. But people treat the Word of God like a buffet, and they, they pick and choose what they can digest, and they leave the rest. And the Word of God is not a buffet, and... Whether you like it or not, it's going to do what the word of God says it's going to happen is going to happen. God's going to do what God's going to do. And if he's told you that you're not, if you're a non-believer that you go to hell, you don't go to hell because he sends you there. You go to hell because you choose that way over his way. Mm-hmm. And you can't believe in God and deny hell. It's impossible. Jesus chose for people not to go to hell. That's why he came. That's why he suffered. He bled. He died. Took the punishment for their sin. God's choice would be that none would perish. None. All would come to repentance. Yeah. And that's the problem's not with God. The problem's with man. Well, and, th- and that's exactly right. And th- but that's why I say that you can't believe in God and not believe in hell because they go hand in hand. God came to save you from hell. Why would he allow you to believe in him but not believe and what he is saving you from. Mm-hmm. And you see what I'm saying? And not only that, but here's the word of God. And how can you believe in him, but then deny that part of the word of God? See, it doesn't, it doesn't ring. So if you say you believe in God, but you don't believe in hell, you don't believe in the God of the Bible. You can't. It's um, plain and simple in our face. Oh, man. All right. The just punishment for sin, whatever sin you commit, 
is death. Oh, we don't like that. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. God puts judgment and redemption in the same verse, and that happens over and over again. Think about that for a second. Yeah. His he's, plan is redemption. Yeah, he's man. saying, listen, this is your destiny, but I will redeem you, but redemption is only through Jesus Christ, and if you don't believe in him, you don't have redemption. Yeah. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name given under heaven among men whereby we, we must, must be, be saved. saved. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Since all of our sin is ultimately against God, which we find in Psalm 51.4, against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Oh, mm-hmm. God will be blameless when he judges us for our sin, which means that we justly deserve death he's omniscient he all knows everything he has all the evidence and it will be used against us but you know that same evidence can be nailed to the cross and since god is eternal his judgment is eternal as well his punishment is eternal as well Where so the smoke of their torment ascended up for how long ever yeah it's the words of jesus and that is and that's that guys listen if God says you'll spend eternity in hell because you reject Jesus Christ, eternity means eternity. I mean, uh, forever, forever. <laughs> it's so funny because uh, it'll say eternity, and then people are like, "Well, that's not what it really means." It's like, like what is it? Thirty days, and you're out on on what behavior? I don't. Yeah, know. life imprisonment for means uh, five years. Yeah, five years. Well, see, well, that's Catch and release. You know, Catch well, and release. But, but, oh, think about that. Yeah, Society think. has taught us that forever isn't forever. Eternity is not eternity. Life is not life. Mm-hmm. It's all negotiable. All negotiable. It's all changeable. Don't worry about it. So it's no wonder we don't believe God because we don't believe man. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. <laughs> it's crazy. But, but think about that for a second, man. Is Our brains are trained by society that there are no absolute truths because everything is negotiable. But they're absolute about that. Isn't that ironic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's absolutely no absolute truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we come to the word of God and we think, oh, that's not forever. Oh, that's, it, he doesn't mean that. He loves us. He'll change his mind. Oh, he's like, he's like, no, man, listen, man is negotiable. Man compromises. God does not. It clearly states the case. Holiness requires judgment. Yes. Hell is this infinite and eternal death, which we have earned because of our sin. Separated from God in a horrible place of pain, of consciousness, and uh, unfulfilled desires. Okay, so I have passages that really explain forever. (laughs) And almost every one of these are the words of Jesus. Yeah. There's so, a couple, I mean, there's lots of other scriptures you could right, use, right? But I noticed the one you chose are, are the words of Jesus. Everybody yeah, but, knows Jesus is a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, uh, well, think about it. If you got Christ saying it, it's got to be true. 
Anything in scripture is true, but you know, Jesus. I say, was, I say that sarcastically. <laughs> I guess I'm a little sleep deprived today. What kind of went over my head? No, you ate know. all that food and now you want to take a nap. Oh man. Yeah. No more, no more. You're going to starve until we're done. Win. Another <laughs> sip of this uh, high octane coffee. I'll be fine. So listen, the punishment of the wicked dead in hell is described throughout scripture as Matthew 25, 41, eternal fire. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, he, uh, he is Christ depart from me. You cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. See the everlasting fire was never prepared for man. But hell hath enlarged herself, Isaiah 5, 14, because men's hearts were hardened. It wasn't God's plan. Nope. But man, man decided he didn't want God's plan. Yeah, I, I'll do it my way. And so now you got to take what the angels get, and that is eternal fire. And Jesus says, depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire. <laughs> That was never prepared for you, but now you'll have to experience it. Wasn't his plan. Was not his plan. Uh, Matthew 3, 12. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But he will burn up the chafe with unquenchable fire, which means... It will burn forever and ever because you can't put it out. It's unquenchable. It's eternal. It's forever. Daniel 12, 2 says, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, <clears throat> some to shame and everlasting contempt. When Christ returns at the rapture, those who have life or Christ are going to be raptured out and be with God forever. Those who are in the place of torment, the rich man, remember we talked about that in the other podcast, Luke chapter 16, they will be cast into hell at the great white throne judgment to everlasting torment, fire. It's amazing these days how religions are born out of anti-hell sentiment. Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, Charles uh, Taz Russell was a son of a hellfire and brimstone uh, Presbyterian preacher. Um, probably I'd agree with his daddy, probably 97, 98% on, on doctrine. And yet he was so f offended by hell that he kind of went about and he became the founder of Jehovah's Witness. Where people don't go to hell, they just go to sleep. Right. Uh, soul sleep. Yeah, they don't go to heaven either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only hundred forty-four thousand. That's full. So I had it. It's like pulling into Disney. You know, I, we did this once. We took our kids, built it all up, pulling in. The park is full. We had they wouldn't let us in. That's just Disney. You know, heaven and the Jehovah's Witness say heaven is full. So you know, so check this out. I had a neighbor who was Jehovah Witness, and I was sharing Christ with them. And I said, listen, man, do you guys believe in heaven? And he goes, for the 144,000. And we were talking. But it actually started because he was sharing how his uncle was a drunkard and a partier and hellion and blah, blah, blah. And I said, uh, I said, what's going to happen to him? He goes, well, he'll just go back to the dust. And I go, and what's going to happen to you? Because you follow all the Jehovah Witness standards. 
so you're a good person and your uncle's a bad person. Would you agree with that? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. I said, well, what's going to happen to you when you die? He goes, oh, I just go back to dust. I go, then who gives a rip what your, what your uncle's doing? Let him go. You're both going to end up in the same place. So does it really matter? Live your own life the way you want to live it and leave your uncle alone. And I said, you don't believe there's a heaven? Yeah, there's a heaven. Well, who's going to heaven? Oh, the 144,000. Well, what about you who's been really good? Oh, no, 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 no. There's no room for me. And, and the 144,000 or 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel doesn't say anything about Jehovah's Witnesses. Doesn't say anything about Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. And they really weren't going to heaven. They were Except for their witnesses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were witnesses. <laughs> and uh, they weren't really coming, going to heaven. They were coming from heaven to the earth to spread the gospel. So it's kind of a twist on scripture. But to go back to our original topic, they just dance and they they can gain great crowds by opposing the word of God, twisting the word of God. And there's movements even among evangelicals. I've known people that have apostatized on this issue. Some some young people grew up in my church, were on fire and, and gifted and great spirit. And this this They go off to college and... Well, these people were actually involved in ministry. Uh, this is after college. Oh, wow. They made it through college, but th- they heard a preacher that kind of danced around this, and it doesn't mean this, it doesn't mean that. Here's what it really means. And they liked that. And it was really neat. That way they're off the hook. The world can be going to whatever this No, 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 no. You just said it. They're off the hook. They're off the hook. They don't have to worry. All they can do is smile. God loves you. He's got a place in heaven for you. And not really worry if it's rejected or not, because all the people do is go to sleep. Yeah, you know what... what that reminds me of is you have illegals coming into the country. They know they're illegal. Mm -hmm. We know they're illegal, but the country is paying their way. America is paying their way. America is giving them everything and taking everything away from Americans and they know it, but as long as they're getting what they want, they don't care about the rest. I don't know if I can blame them. I blame a government for being so so stupid. Oh no, listen, I'm right. Anyway, yep. I I digress. Let me talk about the worm. <laughs> <laughs> that takes us that topic takes us into the worm. Mark mm, the worm dies not the fire's not quenched. Yeah, Mark nine forty four through forty nine. This is Jesus talking. And this is pretty hardcore, man. The whole topic is, John. It, their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame rather than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that shall never be quenched. Where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell uh, to hell fire. 48, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. For everyone will be seasoned with fire and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Eternal fire because it's not quenched. And listen, it doesn't mean if your eye causes you to sin, pull it out so it doesn't sin anymore. What he's saying is do whatever it takes to stop that sinful life so you can come to Christ and go to heaven. That's what he's saying. Don't let anything keep you from Christ. Right. And and if this, if the extreme is to pull your eye out to stop you, then whatever whatever it takes, don't miss don't miss the the plane ride. It's interesting you the way you phrase it out, just like 
almost words right out of my mouth just a few days before I was saved. Jeannie invited me to church and I went and she invited me to Christ and I was almost ready. And I said this, if I come to Christ, do I have to start smoking weed? <laughs> she said, just give your life to Christ and you'll figure it out. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I gave my life to Christ and he uh, took away the desire for the weed. Yeah. You didn't have to stop. The desire just went away. Yeah. New life. Yeah. Brain, new yeah. desires, new heart. Hell is a place of torment and fire, Luke 16, 23, and 24. And being in torments in Hades, he, this is the rich man, lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and son Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Conscious, uncomfortable, anguish. Think about that. People think that when they die, it goes to nothing. But there's no, listen, you will forever, ever, ever be tormented. He recognizes Abraham. He recognizes Lazarus. He's concerned about his brothers. He's uncomfortable. He's seeking relief. And uh, people just say, uh, just talk it all away. Pretend like it's not there. Well, you know what? They might be talking it away, but this motivates me. Mm. To walk close to the Lord. This motivates me. That's why I came to New York. So New Yorkers don't have to go to this place. That's why we give our lives doing what we do. And sometimes are rejected and made fun of and ridiculed. And we're deplorables now. We're domestic terrorists. We're called all kinds of things. That's okay. I don't want people to go to this place. So I'll gladly lay down my life right. so they don't end up here. Well, and that's the whole idea. <clears throat> Listen, why do you think we do this? I mean, According to John, doesn't make any money. I'm, I'm, I mean, right? You pay me the same as your uh, co-host as I pay you to be my editor. Yeah, right? <laughs> so when, when you look at this, and listen, we got people around the world. We just sat down and looked, and this month alone, uh, what, you got, you got 20-something around the world, 20-something uh, countries this month alone that's pulled in your podcast i have no idea who they, they might be yeah and i yeah i don't know the people and i may you never meet what, the people countries uh 30, as 30? as of the today's date i'm over 40 countries wow. that i've been downloaded in so uh, listen i'm not i don't do this to make money i don't i don't do this to get rich obviously <laughs> But man, I rejoice in everybody that downloads the podcast because that means they're hearing truth and truth is what sets you free. You know, I think everybody who listens to uh, you, this podcast, my podcast are God seekers. Yes. Uh, why else would you listen to us? You know, but we stand on the word of God without apology. We try to be nice about it. Right. I don't want to be rude and crude, but. God wrote the Bible. He said, don't you dare add anything to it. And don't you dare take anything away. Yeah. And when people avoid these topics, when people twist the word of God, that's not going to build anybody right. up. Right. It's just going to lead them to deception. And so part of uh, stepping up and growth in Christ is, is, you know, quit ye like men. The Bible says, gird up the loins of your mind. What does God say about this topic? Right. Hell is horrific. And that motivates us right. to, to be witnesses for him. Yeah, and, and so check this out. Let's just pretend for a moment we're wrong. What have we said wrong to help you better your life? And if we believe there's a fire, we just don't want you getting burnt. If we're wrong, nobody's lost anything. Yep. 
But if we are right, those of you who don't believe, you just lost your eternal soul to be damned to hell forever. We're just trying to scare people. I'd do anything to keep people out of this place. Well, here's one of the things that I challenge people all the time. Because people will tell me, well, I believe if you're a good person that you'll get there. Okay, where did that belief come from? Track that belief all the way back. Or I believe that I will be reincarnated. I think that's a Indian belief. Uh, Hinduism. Hinduism, yeah. Okay, trace that, that belief all the way back to its origin. And the only one that you're going to trace back to its origin origin is Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, and that comes from God. Every other belief comes from man. If, you, if, if you're literally willing to trace back your belief to its origin, you will discover its origin was, came from a disgruntled man who had a better idea. Yeah, Jehovah's Witness, Charles Russell, Mormonism, Joseph Smith. Uh, was it uh, Christian Scientist Movement? It's almost dead now, but thank God. Yeah, right. I'm glad Larry that Baker, thing. Patterson, Glover, Eddie, she had a few husbands die out from under her for some reason. And, <laughs> but it always traces back to a disgruntled person always who wants to have God in their life, but it has to be on, on their, their terms. terms. I'm offended by this, 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 and this. So I'll twist those around. I'll get rid of that. And I'll have a very palatable message to give to people. Right. And, and the reality is when you find out that the person that created the religion or the belief that you're believing in, they're just as disgruntled and disappointed as you are. Maybe that'll help you turn to Jesus Christ. Wowzer. That's a good point, Johnny. It's just about Jesus, isn't it? It's just about Jesus. Tune out the world. Go to Jesus. Go, you'll be fine. Because God's the one that established this. And by the way, if you read, if man would have established this belief, right, of going to heaven or, or the Bible, because remember, man wrote the Bible. Forget the fact <laughs> that God inspired it and, and God led men to write it. But if, if man would have written the Bible, he would have written a better way out. Yeah, he made it easier on himself. And he would way easier. Why would he condemn himself to a hell and only one way out? And, and by the way, not only one way out, but there's absolutely nothing that that man can do apart from Jesus to get out. Why would man write that? It wouldn't make any sense. Though. No, no, dude, I, listen, if, if you're asking me how to get out, out of going to hell and having eternal life, I would have hung with, do the best you can. <laughs> right? Because you can always find somebody worse than you. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not as bad as them. And so, oh, I, sh I should be able to go to heaven because. You only beat up bad guys. Only I, I only sold good dope. That's right. <laughs> I didn't even, I only did organic. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't one of those, those <laughs> synth synthetic. That's right. <laughs> I was above that. That's right. And I look. Was, I was a good drug dealer. Yeah. And look, every guy that I beat up deserved it. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't Self you do justification. that? Yeah, why Blame not? Shipping. Why not? Yeah. yeah, they've been doing it for thousands of years. Problem is, it's just not, it's not true. And exactly, because God says, it's not your way, it's my way. And in order for you to be washed white as snow and to avoid hell that is real, you need to believe on my son, Jesus Christ, so that you're grafted into the family by faith and you're born again. And then all things are new and that sinful nature will be destroyed. Otherwise, we take our sinful nature into heaven because we're still trying to control it.
if it's any other way. Yeah. Let me ask you this question, John. How bad did Jesus not want people to go to hell? So much so that he went to the cross and gave his life and died, but not just died on the cross. He was tortured and abused before he ever got to the cross. It was prophesied in the Old Testament, fulfilled by Jesus, and, re- and remembered again in the New Testament after Jesus did it. God the Father will not allow his Holy One, Jesus, to see corruption, neither leave his soul in hell. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Jesus went there for us so we don't have to. It was a substitutory death on the cross. He, he substituted he, uh, us. He went to hell so we don't have to. It's like, let that sink in. Throw out Think all this. St- stop judging God. Stop twisting the word of God, you who would pervert it. And I know that ones that are listening are not the perverters of the word of God. But don't let, be, don't, but even influence. if you are the perverted one, Listen, (laughs) and don't let the perverted ones mess you up about God. Let God straighten you out about people. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, if your way was good enough, why are you constantly depressed or seeking something else? Good question. All right, hell, let's get back to hell. Is it real? Uh, According to 2 Thessalonians 1.9, it says that hell is everlasting destruction. These shall be punished with everlasting destruction destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Well, who are these? You have to go back up to, I believe it starts in verse uh, 3.1. And these are the people who deny God. If you start in uh, 2 Thessalonians 3.1, then you would go down all the way down to, um, no, I'm sorry, my apologies. You're in Second Thessalonians uh, one nine. You would have to go back up to three one three, starting one three. Read through, and then you find out who these are. And what you'll find out is that that these are sinful, ungodly people who have rejected the word of God, and those people shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. You know. When this was all new to me, I always believed in heaven. Grandma's there, you know, it's just, I believed in heaven. And I, I sort of did believe in hell too. And I remember somebody asked me about it. Well, how can you, there were Christian people witnessing to me. How can you believe in heaven and not believe in hell? I said, well, I, you know, I, I do believe in hell. Well, well, who's that for? I said, well, for guys like Hitler and Stalin. Right, right. Oh, but yeah, because they killed someone. The ultimate wicked. They, they deserve to go to hell. Isn't it crazy that? When you ask somebody if you're going to heaven, and they'll go, and they'll go, yeah. And I'll say, why? Well, I haven't killed anyone. <laughs> yeah, ahead. it's like, yeah, you killed Jesus. Don't realize it. We did. Yeah, I killed Jesus. Yep. And I, you and I both. Yeah. He's dead because of me. He would have come and died if it was only for you and me. That's, that's the love of God. Yeah, if we were the only people on earth, he still would have died for us. Mm-hmm. Because that was the only way to get to heaven. You know, I, uh, hell was not something that really frightened me. Uh, I wasn't never really given a lot of thought, but I did think it was real because you know Hitler's there and things like that. But uh, I, 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 after I got saved, and I began to really find out these verses, what God said about hell, and now I know I'm not going there. But I also know I sort of deserve to go there. It wouldn't be for the grace of God and the mercy and the sacrifice of Christ. And so now I have a profound respect of hell, though I'm not going, and it, it is my greatest motivator. 
it is my greatest motivator to do what I do with all of my might to get up every morning. Even though I'm retired, I still do 50 hours a week in ministry. I don't get paid for it anymore because the Lord bless us. We have some income, but it doesn't matter. Hell is still real. As long as I have breath, I want to live a life that will cause people to see something in me that they need, and they'll turn to Christ and avoid this place. Absolutely. Revelation 14, 10 through 11, it says that it's a place where the smoke of torment rises forever and ever. In 14.10, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. If this place isn't real, why would the Lord, why would the scriptures give detail after detail after detail, warning after warning after warning, if it was just a fictitious place? All right. Revelation 20 verse 10 says, The devil who deceived them was cast in the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And those who do not believe in Jesus Christ are cast into the same lake of fire. Yep. Which lasts forever and ever. Is hell real? Yes, it's real. It was not intended for man but man decided to go against God, and so God has to put them where they decided to go. It's kind of like man makes a determining factor. Absolutely. Jesus Christ lights the path of every man that comes to the world, John 1, 9. He knocks on people's heart's door, and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life. If you be there, they find it. But we have the chooser. We can choose Jesus right. to receive him or to— We control our him. destiny. Yeah, we can reject him. And uh, it seems like— uh, According to the text, the majority of people will reject him. And if you look around, the majority are rejecting him. They have all kinds of reasons why they did, don't they? Lots of reasons. Some of them about as stupid as stupid can get. Yeah. And then others are actually intellectually stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they outsmarted God. They've God exactly, that's what I mean by that. They've actually outsmarted <laughs> yeah. God. Or they think they've outsmarted God. Yeah. Professing themselves to be wise, they became um, fools. Forever gaining knowledge, but never coming to the truth. Boy, isn't that our day today? People ever gaining knowledge, but never coming to the truth. Lots of information, not much wisdom. Yeah. Listen, the punishment of the wicked in hell is as never ending as the bliss of the righteous in heaven. Righteousness requires it. Holiness requires it. Justice requires it. Jesus himself indicates that Punishment in hell is just as everlasting as uh, life in heaven, Matthew 25, 46. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. And let me help you understand, we are not righteous because of our actions. We are righteous because of Christ's blood has covered our sin and made us white as snow before the Father. (laughs) Uh, That's a rather important part of this discussion. You know, because listen, if it was our own righteousness, why would Jesus have to die and 
Who cares about Jesus? The cross would not be necessary. Wouldn't be necessary. You know, there's a thing that kind of in the early days kind of hit me too. uh, The law of opposites. If there's an up, there's a down. If there's an in, there's an out. And in religion, if there's a yin, there's a yang. If there's a heaven, there is a hell. Can't be a hell because God is that You're offending me. But think about that. Don't offend me. They have no problem with good and evil on earth, but they sure enough got a problem with heaven and hell. Yeah, it's, that it's person just was good to me. That person was evil with me, so judge him. Yeah, but we got the so. truth and a lie. We got no problem with understanding a truth and a lie. They want but justice, but just uh, on their terms. Yeah. On, uh, I think that's the bottom line. On their terms. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, listen, we want truth and a lie. And here's the deal: if you lie to me, you deserve to be punished. But if I lie to you, you need to understand. <laughs> yep. Two plus two is five. I told you that a long time ago, Johnny. Isn't that, isn't that sad? It's, a, it's amazing to me. Just People have these blind. requirements that are only requirements for other people, and then we desire mercy and understanding when we break the requirements that we put on other people. Mm-hmm. And then God can't have requirements that we don't like. And if he does, well, then they're not true. Yeah. Just It can get so complicated, can it? Or we could be like Jesus said, become as a little child and uh, listen to what he said and let the truth set us free. Well, here's the thing. The wicked are forever subject to the wrath of God. Forever. There's that verse that comes to my mind. He that believeth is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned. Condemned already. Already already condemned. And here's the kicker. Are you ready for this? You say... Or if you're listening to this, or maybe you know someone, that they say God is not real or heaven is not real or heaven's real, but hell is not real. I love how they say, well, heaven's real, hell's not real, God's not real. Well, how do you get heaven? I mean, if God's not real, how do you get, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my goodness, quit, quit, quit buffeting it. I don't know know what else to say. God says you eat what's on your plate. But here's the interesting thing. Those that get sent to hell will acknowledge the perfect justice of God. That's exactly what that rich man in hell he got, he, he got it You'll all. You'll get it. He got it all right once he was there. So Psalm 7610, surely the wrath of man shall praise you. With the remainder of wrath, you shall gird yourself. If you look at this passage, the wrath of man shall praise you. You will. You will acknowledge the truth of God at some point. Oh, beside the verse that, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And if he's Lord, he has to be perfect. And therefore his judgment on anyone is perfect, is perfect and just. I see these justice warriors today. It's like, Oh my goodness. They are so clueless. You know, we want a just world. We want a just government. We want the same rules for the elite as the commoners. And they're fighting for justice, and they're going to get justice one day, and they're not going to like it. Yeah, and those who are in hell will know that their punishment is just and that they alone are to blame. Deuteronomy 32.5, For I proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are 
justice, a God of truth and without injustice. Righteous and upright is he, a God of truth and without injustice. They will know. They will know because that's who God is and God never changes. And when we're, when he is done, you will not be able to set back and say, this was unfair. What you will set back and say is, Oh God, I was so stupid. You wanted me in heaven. You wanted me in heaven. And I denied you. I said, no, thank you. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. And just like the, just like the thief on the cross who looked at the other thief and said, man, we are guilty. We deserve to be on this cross, but this man's innocent. And we will have the same thought when we're in hell. We deserve the punishment. But this man was innocent, and he came here, so I don't have to come here. I rejected him, and now I'm here, and it's too late. I want you to see, though, through Jesus— we can escape this eternal fate. John three sixteen says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Then John three eighteen says, He who believes, the person who believes in Christ is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And then in John 3, 36, he who believes in the Son, Jesus, has everlasting life. And he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him, present tense. That's some of my favorite verses. My wife has instructions that when I die, the coroner is to put a smile on my face <laughs> and have, have my Bible open on my chest and my, my finger pointing to John that verse in John, he that believeth is not condemned. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> You're going to do the same thing. Uh, now, and you got the last word in. That's the awesome part. <laughs> not condemned. I might have to do some magic to get, some, get a smile. A big old grin. Oh, Stitch me up. I'm going to have to do a picture because I told Sherry, save the money and have me cremated. <laughs> Put a big smile on my face. Jesus is my Savior. I shall not be moved. Oh, my goodness. Listen, guys, I want you to know hell is real. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Hell is a place of punishment and eternal torment. And covenant with us to help people not to go there. Amen. And listen, you don't have to go there. What you have to do is believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for your sins. Come into my heart. You got to put your faith in him. Surrender your life and you'll miss hell. But if you miss that, miss hell, hell is your destination. Guys, I hope this has helped. And if it has, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And until next week, God bless. God bless.